It doesn't mean that I don't want the best for you. I don't want you to live your best life. I want you to soar and reach all your highest heights. It's just not with me. And so when you can learn to like put past your differences and understand that I could love you, but I just I don't got to be with you. That's growth. That's maturity. That's true love. But if you can't see past your own bitterness to, to try to, um, you know, um, look past that and see a person's humanity. Did you ever really love them in the first place? Yeah, it's CC, CEO. Wanna change your life? Come see me, yo. I'ma teach you how to build up wealth for your family. Not just for yourself, I'm a bestseller, a house flipper, a businesswoman, a gold getter, a big investor, a gold builder. I can teach you to get richer like millions, baby. You really about to fill your savings. You about to have multiple streams to pass your children, baby. Let me teach you to get your credit on track in the long run. You'll make it all back at Catalyst. And we'll get all set on your black gold firm, but we ain't all black hey what's up everybody it's your girl constance carter i'm trying to talk slow i was listening to myself last night and you know what i talk a little bit fast so i'm trying to talk slow right now so you can follow me and understand me <laughs> i talk super fast and i don't know why i talk fast you know why i talk fast i talk fast because when i was young my mama used to always say this girl is long-winded she talked too much and she take too long to get to the point can you give me some more too and so, so I would always try to talk fast to get words out real quick because my mama always said I was long-winded. So I didn't want to be wasting people's time. So I just picked up this habit of talking really fast because I don't want to waste your time. Um, but anyway, I digress. Welcome. It's Constance and my daughter, Kyle. She's coming to get it together because I really want to unpack that. I think it's really good for the culture. I'm Please make sure you're subscribing to um, Constance Carter, CC the CEO on YouTube. Follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at I am Constance Carter. This is my daughter, Kyle Carter. Uh, so we're going to get right into it because first of all, we got to get to the Net7 Collective. If you are a black woman or you know a black woman that uh, is interested in building their net worth to seven figures, please have them schedule a call um, with, with me. They can go to bookwithconstance.com. I am helping black women. Um, my goal is to help 100 black women build their net worth within the next uh, 12 months. I'm already halfway there. I build their net worth to over a million dollars. And we are doing it. And I'm excited about it. You guys have seen people. If you watched last night, there was three women from the Net7 Collective, including my daughter. And it is just an amazing time. So we can't be before you too long, but we have so much to unpack. So first of all, let's talk about this Jeezy thing. Did you watch it, Kai? Mm -hmm. So here you have Jeezy. So I'm not a huge, I don't follow Jeezy that much. What songs would Jeezy say? Say hello. Yeah, I don't know that song. So, you know, no, I don't know that song. Every, you do. You just need to. Every Damn Hustling? No, that's no. Rick Ross. I don't know. But no, um, I don't really follow him. Uh, that much. So I don't know a whole lot about him. I know, I, I know I listen to his, a lot of his interviews and I, um, I've been seeing like a lot of his self-awareness and I really dig that about the brother. I like him. I like, uh, what's his name? Gates. Kevin Gates. I like Kevin Gates. I like intelligent men, especially intelligent black men. I know Kevin Gates is doing some suspect stuff, but do this. You can't deny his intelligence. And so I love intelligence. Um, and, but what I've noticed on this particular interview was more of his emotional intelligence. What do you think? Um, so nobody's nobody's seen it. Really uh, Angelique says she loved it. A um, couple of people haven't seen it. Ronald Zion said he loved it. So yeah, give him a quick synopsis about what it's about. So basically, uh, Nia Long and Jeezy are just sitting down and having a conversation about life, about relationships, about love, about black people, 
all of those things. So what did you think about and he it? He mentioned a little bit of things of his marriage and what happened, but it, that wasn't like the main core thing. He talked about a lot of things that I don't see like us talking about in our community, which is huge, especially black men. Mm-hmm. He was talking about about meditation, healing. Well, let's, let's talk about the meditation. Traumas. Let's talk about the med- Maybe two nights ago. Um, or early morning meditation, meditating. And um, I was meditating and I had a vision that I saw my mom. And I was talking to her, I was just talking. And I just heard, I just asked her, I said, you know, I forgive you, but can you forgive me? So that's pretty deep. So Jeezy's mom passed away a few years ago. They didn't have, she passed away during COVID. She had dementia. And so he's tried to talk to her over, you know, over the years about, you know, his childhood and different things that he went through. But even when she had dementia, she knew that she didn't want to discuss that. So he never really had any closure. He said he never mourned her. And so he went to her his cemetery and, you know, he talked to her, but this was a time where he meditated. So first of all, I want to know, because here's the thing about success and successful people. One of the things that I know a habit that successful people do is they meditate. Um, and so I thought that that was very, uh, I thought that was poignant because a lot of people that I know that perform at a high level, they meditate. That's one of the things that I do every single morning is I pray, I meditate. I have, I have what I call the ramp method. I, I rise up an hour early. I do my affirmations, I meditate and I pray. But these are the things that I do to prime my mind um, to get prepared for the day to, you know, to to make the ultimate impact, to be as productive as possible. But I thought it was cool that he meditated. Um, It showed like his like he's really self-aware. What did you think about, you know, him talking about the meditation piece? I think that is that it is big that he talked about it because that's not what what we talk about in our community, especially black men in our community don't really talk about it. So it's really important. I feel like how he talked about it um, and the situation when he talked about how he was meditating one day and it helps heal one of his childhood traumas, how he said how he was meditating one day and then he envisioned like him going into this house and going downstairs to seeing a kid crying and that kid being him and his inner child. Yeah. His inner child. And like, so when he tapped the kid, like the kid turned around, he was like, Oh my gosh, that's me. And so it like how he comforted the kid and let him know that, that it's okay. And like, I, when he said that low key made me shed a tear for real. I was like, I was like, wow. Because, it's I like a lot of people need that healing. Yeah. And a lot of people don't do the work to go do that. Tell healing. me about a time for you. So that's first of all, that's super deep meditation when you can actually go when you and take your mind. Right. So, so somebody said that was a whole lot of therapy. And I think so. But that's also like a practice, like a, a, a super strict discipline to be able to take your mind there because you guys understand we only use like 5% of our brain. And so when we can have control over our mind to do certain things that'll take us to places where we're going back and we're entering healing that inner child. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But can you tell about a time or something that you probably needed to heal from as a child? And I don't know if I want to hear this because this is my child, but I mean, 
Has there been something that, that, that I've done through meditation? No, that you not, not that you've yet. done through meditation, but like you like there's some trauma maybe that you've had from your inner childhood that maybe you need to heal that you want to share. I don't know. No, that caused, that that I would I have to really, really think about that. I don't really have it on the top of my head right now. I would have to like think about it. I could say for me personally, when I was a child, uh, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot going on in my household. We had like 19 people living in the three bedroom house, four family of five. So I was exposed to a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been exposed to. Um, a lot of things happened, and so I could see going back and um, you know trying to reprogram your mind and and protect that vulnerable, innocent child I was when I was six and seven and certain things happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely will go back, you know, if, you know, at doing that kind of work, I think that that would definitely heal me from some of the things that I experienced when I was a, a child. So um, I thought that, but I thought that yeah. that was pretty deep because number one, I mean, it's black people in general, you know, statistically we're not doing therapy. I think only 20% of uh, African-Americans are actually going to therapy. And so to, be a black man because majority of people, black people who are in therapy are actually women. So to have a man, masculine man, a rapper, um, former drug dealer to actually go into therapy, wanting to um, walk in integrity and know his his full self. I think that's dope. <laughs> One of the things and my daughter was... accepted to what she was saying as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, people are like, it's like. You know, it takes a it takes a lot of work that you had to do on t- to yourself to realize to 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 train yourself to to um like listen to receive and not respond. That's right, because we know how we do. I didn't so. have enough examples in my own life to like understand what it really meant or what it really means to see a relationship between. A man and a woman wow. that is healthy wow. and balanced wow. and and you work through things instead of like every conversation is not an argument. Right. That's the thing. They you gotta let them go. You gotta let them go and you gotta let them be on their own journey and you can't fight for it anymore. And you gotta love them exactly where they are. Mm. And you gotta say, baby, you know what? The Ooh. hardest thing to do is to walk away from someone that Ooh. you still love. She said the hardest thing to do is walk away from somebody that you still love. And I can attest to that. But did you can. But did you but did you see how Mm -hmm. Jeezy was like, like like he wanted to say something, but he really didn't want to say nothing, you know? Um, but I think it's true, you know. Because you could tell like that's something hard for him to do. But you could also tell that he could super relate, like he could relate, yeah. But I really don't want to say, but you hitting it on the head. Mm-hmm. Pastor Keon uh, did a, 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 a sermon the other day, and <laughs> I sent it. <laughs> anyway, basically, it said the sermon that well, it wasn't he did it the other day. I just seen a clip of it, and it said you can still, if you've ever loved somebody, if you've ever loved somebody, just because you're not with him or with them, it doesn't mean that you don't love them. Cause if you don't love, or if you hate them, then you really never love them to begin with. And so just because I'm not with you, it doesn't mean that I don't want the best for you. I don't want you to live your best life. I want you to soar and reach all your highest heights. It's just not with me. And so when you can learn to like put past your differences and understand that I could love you, but I just say, I don't got to be with you. 
that's growth. That's maturity. That's true love. But if you can't see past your own bitterness to to try to, um, you know, um, look past that and see a person's humanity, did you ever really love them in the first place? And so those are discussions that I think that we need to have as, you know, men and women and and, you know, just in relationships in general. And so that's why for me and my daughter, when we have these conversations, it's so important because um, even though my marriage didn't work, I want her to have a happy, healthy, successful long lasting forever type of relationship. I want her to submit to her husband. I want her to be with somebody that knows how to lead her. I want somebody who's going to take care of her. I want her to be able to identify that person who's going to be able to protect her and that she can look up to and that can lead her and that she'll want to follow him. You know, and and that's the thing because a lot of people are saying um you know women women don't want to um women don't women don't want to follow uh, a lot of men. women want leadership. They want to feel protected. Do they want leadership? Well, it depends on the woman. Right. Yes. <laughs> depends on the woman. Right. Right. And it depends on where you're leading me, because if you're right. leading me someplace where I don't want to go, then no. Right. Right. You can't be leading me to hell. <laughs> right. So, right. of course, I mean, in, in the comments, put in the comments, like if you are a woman, don't you want somebody? I know I would want somebody to lead. I don't want to be the leader in the relationship. I don't want to do that. That is actually a natural. That's not a natural thing, I think, for a woman to, it's to do. And then as a man, if you allow that to happen, then you can't blame and blame the woman for that. Like you can't be like, well, she wouldn't, well, she wouldn't let me. Like, it's like you can't, like as a man, I feel like you just have to like be the man. I feel like it comes natural to y'all. So I feel like it's an excuse if y'all let the woman just do that but we don't want nobody we also want to have the intelligent discernment to not let no man lead us down exactly discernment or lead lead us into a burning building you know there's also that as well that we have to like you know be intelligent enough not to be stupid absolutely and you only learn that discernment through experience honestly that's that's true it's the best teacher yeah yeah thank you so much uh victory said both of you two are such a blessing to hear you speak and share your presence i want genuinely I want to genuinely thank you for this positive, melanated conversation. Absolutely. It means a lot to me. And I appreciate your feedback on that, Victor. Victory. Uh, make sure you guys are sharing this and uh, make sure you subscribe to the Fly Nubian Queen. But yeah, Nia said a word with that one, girlfriend. Um, so true. But for the betterment of your high self, rise and walk. She said, why get with him then? What do you mean, last rider? Speak with truth and power. It's not. But I had to learn that. It's not a natural thing for a woman um, to want to leave. I don't think, I just think that there's a natural, um, feminine power and there's a natural masculine power. And so, you know, if you're a woman, you automatically just, just within your femininity, you automatically like do certain things. Like men don't grow boobs. Men don't have coochies. Like it's this, it's biology. And I think also with that, there are certain things inherently that women and men do very differently. I think in this society, we fought to have these equal rights and we want to be men and we want to be firefighters and, and fighting wars. We shouldn't be doing <laughs> I remember I saw something that was like that was like I want to beat the women in 1865 who made us <laughs> who fought for our rights to do go to work. Now we gotta go to work. Now we gotta work. Now, now we, we gotta yeah how about that? Could anybody want to do this ghetto stuff? What's the work? Had a really um public breakup recently. It was a wake up call for me in the sense of like 
okay, you're going to do this on your own and you're going to be fine. And you're not going to worry about what anyone thinks and has to say because the relationship was rocky for a very long time. So, Mm. because I don't believe another person can break anyone up. Like I just don't, I don't buy that. I had. Ain't that the truth. So just because you see smiles, let me tell you something. Social media be lying. Facebook be lying, Instagram be lying. Because even real life be lying. Even you, when you be just be in public with people and they just be smiling, and you yeah, know, I'm trying to tell you because I can tell. Like when, when before that happened, I think the championships were going on, and she was like all cheering, and she was all by his side when the when they were going um, when they were going to the championships, and you who, thought Neil Neil he was a coach for the Celtics, oh. and so you know you would think that everything was great and everything was wonderful, but you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Absolutely not. You know, when I look at, because I'm telling you, social media is so deceiving because I will look at some old pictures and be like, we were so happy. But <laughs> you forgot know, when we was there, yeah, we I, was arguing to take that picture. You only look at the smiles, but we was, we was getting yelled at while the picture was getting taken. Like, I was, <laughs> I was telling them, we were so happy. They was like, but you don't even know five minutes before that or five minutes after that. And I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just don't know what people are going through. it, And, and, and that's course- what I have to learn a lot throughout the years. Like, I remember around the time of my first relationship, how, like, I felt like a lot of the people around me started getting in relationships and mine was, like, the first one to end and everybody else was still, like, together. And I'm like, they are so happy. But you later on know, like, down the line that they weren't. And they had to put up with a whole bunch. Yes. And you you like, damn, God saved me from a whole lot of stuff because, I, you know, he got me out of that sooner. Yeah. And I'm thankful. And I was sitting up there. You know, wishing looking at I them, was yeah, them, wishing yeah. I was them, mm-hmm. and not knowing that they was going, they was getting verbally beat down, Man. mentally. You know, they was, was the- even like celebrities. I remember around the time when Saweetie and Quavo went like together, and and uh, that that was, video like, release goes. The, yeah, that video release where he like pushed her down in the in the elevator, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, Jesus. I'm yeah. glad I was in that. Or the, and that's the thing about social media. And I used to even say, I was like, you know, I'll never put me, you know stabbing him up in the kitchen on social media you're mm-hmm. only going to see our best but then it sometimes even fools us because then we look at back at those things and we're like we were so everybody was smiling you know we have family pictures and because we take family pictures every single year last year was the only year that we didn't take family pictures but we have family pictures do you remember the one where we look really nice um when we were on the stairs and the boys had on the little hats Mm-hmm. You remember what happened the week before that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember that? Mm-hmm. What? Do I need to say it on here? No, but what? Do you what? What happened? Just hit. Hit. I don't know how to say it without <laughs> just hinting, like well, without them knowing what happened. Like, what other hint do you have to say? What? Wait, infidelity? Like, what? What do you want me to say? I can't. No, but it's, I'm but, looking at you. Okay, but it, yeah, so that happened. <laughs> I don't know how she wanted me to you hide. Whispered. Oh, you wanted me to whisper? Like they'll still be able to hear. We're online. They can read my lips. Like, what are you? You're gonna be like, 
<laughs> you know, I kind of got to slow this from. Yeah, 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 yeah. You a little, little special. Anyway. But, but even like that was a beautiful picture of us. And there was like something that big that just happened. But, you know, we I'm trying to save face. And then there was another year where we took a picture. And in the middle of the photo shoot, remember what happened? In the middle of the photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but but from the outside looking in, because we got a picture with you know the mistletoe and all that stuff, and it just I mean it it, it looked it looked very beautiful, but um you know in, in actuality, so you just don't know what people are going through, and of course people aren't going to put all their business out in the street, um but that's just what it is. Uh, I didn't so. have enough examples in my own life to like understand what it really meant or what it really means to see a relationship between a man and a woman wow. that is healthy wow. and balanced wow. and and you work through things instead of like every conversation is not an argument right that's the thing they you got to let them go you got to let them go and you got to let them be on their own journey and you can't fight for it anymore. And you got to love them exactly where they are. Yeah. And you got to say, baby, you know what? The Ooh. hardest thing to do is to walk away from someone that Ooh. you still love. No, that was, we did see that. But that's what's important for me is because just because you didn't see that inside the house, I so, so, so want that for you. But that's also why I, you know, I can't tell you what to do. But one of the things that I tell you is like, you know, enjoy your time, get to know yourself, enjoy your 20s, you know, learn what you like, learn who you are, get yourself established, you know, have, you know, gain that emotional intelligence, do the self work, do the internal work, become self-aware so that when you get with somebody, you know what it is that you want and what you will tolerate. Because if you are... if you're vibrating at a high level, you're not going to match with somebody who has low vibrations. You're going to match with somebody who has high vibrations as well, but you have to get yourself there if you are emotionally intelligent. And that's extremely important. So just because you didn't see it necessarily in our home or it didn't work out for us, I so want that for you and your brothers. And I definitely, I want that for myself as well. That's why I, I put in the work and things like that. I don't want to like repeat the cycles and I don't want to, you know, bring on, I don't, I want to raise, uh, it kind of sounds controversial. I don't I want to like hurt your feelings while saying this, but like, I want to raise my kids to the point where, where the things that they don't have, that they have to heal from aren't within the house. Oof. You know? Like the things that they would have to, you know, I don't, I don't want them to go through, you know, bad things in the real world, but you know, like most of the things that they'll have to, like their main struggles probably will be out there, but I don't want it to be. That's what I so wanted. In our house. That's what I so, I so want, I try, I tell you. And I know you try, of course, but it also takes both the parents to want that as well. That's why I'm trying, I'm so hard to. Well, I'm not trying hard, but you know, like that's why I'm very intentional with who I pick as well because it takes two people. I was intentional, but I think I was just so young, you know, when I picked. But like that's what, you know, that's what I was thinking because, you know, my dad is like dope. And so I was like, okay, got somebody like my dad. And yeah, but I feel like you fell in love with more of the words aspect than what the actual actions were behind it. And so it's like a person could say a whole bunch of things, but 
what really determines their character is how they act. Well, I really didn't know until y'all came along, and then it was like I was stuck. In- <laughs> yeah, and that's why I don't want to have kids right now too, because I know that I'll have I to learn. I have enough examples in my own life to like understand what it really meant or what it really means to see a relationship. I had to come to a place where loving myself was bigger and more important than saving anybody. Self-love. You know, I had to, I had to come to that point to be honest with you, Kyle, because I was like, honestly, (laughs) I'll tell you the first time, The first time, so we we went on vacation, just me, you, the, we had never been anywhere, just me, you, and the boys, right, by ourselves. And we went to that family reunion in Mississippi by ourselves. That was 2019. Remember that? Went to Mississippi, me, you, the boys. And it was the first time, and, and uh, you were telling the boys, you got this many years of me with dad, and you got this many years of me with dad. And I was in the bathroom, and I was like... I got this many years. I was counting down too because you was like, you was telling the, all the boys. And then in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, well, when that last one, I'm out here too. So, mm-hmm. but having to make the decision um, to love yourself enough to um, say, you know what I need to do was, you know, I need to do what's best for me. Here's the thing, because when you, when you make a decision to do things that you think are right because you you think you you stay me personally you stay so long because you want I wanted to create a life for my children I wanted to design a life that I never had you know I wanted to have the entire family to be able to eat at the breakfast table to eat at the dinner table to go on vacations and we did all those things right and so I remember one day I told I was talking to my two older kids and I said I feel really bad Remember what I told you guys this? I said, I feel really bad because you guys did, the younger two didn't have me and your dad together as long as you guys did. Mm-hmm. And y'all was like, they lucky. <laughs> and that, remember you and Duda said that? Y'all was like, they lucky. Mm-hmm. And that's for me, that was like, because you have, you know, your me, you know, when you go through that, you have your regrets on, you know, decisions that you make. But for me, I think my question was, because I know, if, I know. You know, like you said, you just wanted the reason why you, you know, were in the relationship for so long was because you want it us to have like the stability of two parents. But it's like you're I feel like that's more you're worried about the the outside, the optics, the outside, but not the death of what is happening in by having those two parents, you know, like you were more focused on, you know. I don't want to say like the vanity and how it looks and us being, but that's kind of like how it felt because like on the inside, it wasn't, you know, the two parents probably wasn't the most functional. So, yeah. No, I'm not saying this to beat you up. No, no listen, I take full responsibility. So I'm I'm not even mad. I, 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 I welcome you to tell me anything about me because you I can't grow if I don't know if I think I'm perfect you know one of the things I used to always do with my kids is I used to sit them down and I used to be like on a scale of one to ten where do I rate as a parent 
And so, you know, some of them will be like, mommy, you're a 10. Or they'd be like, you a seven. You, you know, I didn't get lower than a seven though. But I would ask them that. And the whole reason why, don't be like, because mm, I would have got you a five. No. <laughs> but the whole reason why I did ask them that was because I, because if I'm not a 10, how do I become a 10? What can I do better as a mom to make you feel, you know, that I could be closer to a 10 because I know I'm not perfect. So I'm okay with you. My kids, I, I don't have a problem with my kids, kids giving me, you know, critiquing me about anything. And the one thing I do say, because you do learn things from your childhood, how you grew up and all of that. But um, the one thing I do tell my kids, and it may, it, it may be a good or bad thing, is I say, what you didn't like from us, make sure you do different. Absolutely. Just make sure you do something different. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, what else was, oh, you know what, what else did they talk about? I remember at the, towards like the end when he was talking about, um, he was talking about how, how they were both giving each other their perspective of why it was important for a black woman and why it was important for a black man. And so him, like with him saying like, it's important to, um, to have these open conversations to be so you can be more loving and stuff like that because you really can't get that with your homies or the platonic relationships and it kind of reminded me like it kind of reminded me when I saw this thing on TikTok it said um this girl was basically saying why why female like relationships like feel more like breakups and male relationships don't because female relationships, the female, we like genuinely get to know each other. We genuinely like, we tell each other our deepest darkest secrets. We just really are really into it. And male relationships are more surface level. That's why it don't really, that's why they're able to, to um consolidate and stuff like that. They're not Compartment, real. compartmentalized and also consolidate very easily, you know, like, you know, because it's not really deep. If right. they were, if, if if they treated their relationships like female didn't tell each other like everything and things like that, maybe it would be that way. But that's what well. I think is so dope about Jesus is because he's doing the work. Yeah. One of the things you said, wait, let me play this clip real quick. Film. Yeah. I, that's, I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be the person. To get it right. To get it right. Me too. I to wanted it, to, to get, get it right. right to, to be right. To yes. do all the things. And you get in that space and you're letting your inner child down and you're not protecting them. And that's making you shrink in situations like that too. Men do. Yes. Because if you're not appreciated, if you're met with resistance, if you're yes. met with that inner thing that somebody else has from their Thing, but that's to me, that's health. fixable. You got to want to do the work. I, and I agree. And that's usually not about another person, an affair, uh-huh. or, uh-huh. you know, some chick that's willing to, like, make you feel like a king. Because that's right. why most men cheat. Most men cheat because that's, the... That's fascinating to me. It's so gross. It's so stupid. I personally... This is my quote. And real yeah. niggas don't cheat. You don't think so? Hell no. I kind of understand what they you mean not. when you say that. They do not. I understand what you it's, mean it's, when you say it's that. It's something in us yeah. that makes us want to be right, right? Yes. across the board. And I- <laughs> he said real niggas don't cheat. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And it just, you know, it's crazy. It's oh, like. Turn the mic, girl. 
<laughs> you know what's crazy though? Because he said he did all this wipe, he did all this work and all the type of stuff, and how he's forty six years old. And I'm just like, do I have to wait till I'm forty six to find a man? Or like, <laughs> That's what? what she was what? So I had we both I'm watched. Like, she came and he, wait till I'm forty six. Do I gotta wait till I'm forty six to get emotionally intelligent? No, but I know, man? but I but I know this all depends on the man because I I know men who are eighty and still don't. That is the truth. You know? But, like, but when he said real men or real niggas don't cheat, I think that comes from a place because he's he's so focused and on his purpose mm-hmm. that he doesn't allow distractions to get in the way. And that's a very rare discipline that I feel that men have because you have this thing that men will say was that, you know, men weren't meant to be monogamous men, you know, boys will be boys. Men are dogs. Men do this, men do do that. But it's because they get a pass to do those things. And so when you have somebody that that's so focused on their purpose purpose. and their goals Mm -hmm. and their integrity and just walking the walk and talking the talk, you can find a man like that. In fact, if you raise your vibrations and you become that, you will attract that. The issue is we giving it up on the first day. We letting anybody hit whoever want to hit. We doing all of those things. And so then we're not going to find a man of substance because we are, we ain't being people of substance. But if we have to have, if you really want a man like Jeezy, because I know if, if I ask people in the, in that are watching, if they want a man like Jeezy, a lot of people would say that they want a man like Jeezy, but they don't want to be that woman that has that same kind of discipline and integrity. And so you have to ask yourself, you know, are you willing to be what it is that you want? Is that what you want? Then you got to be that. I want a dope ass dude. I want a dude who has all of these qualities. I have to be that. And so <laughs> Angelique, what you need to, Angelique said, I need to put that on a t-shirt. Oh, real niggas don't cheat. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's wrong with you? I can't get no. Here he go again. You know what? I'm not even paying attention. <laughs> What's up, uh, first time viewer from Florida? So once again, I want to uh, just let you know my name is Constance Carter. This is my daughter, Kyle Carter, and uh, we just like to have conversations just about whatever um, you know is going on or whatever th- the things that we can really relate to. Um, my daughter and I are were super close. Me and all my kids are super close, but my my sons wouldn't dare be on here with me. Um, but she we keep me for some time. <laughs> but she'll do it. She she's a good sport. But um, we all have a very open dialogue, and one of the reasons I think, well, you said it before. One of the reasons why why we're so close because people do ask. People have DM me, Kyle, and be, and we're like, how are you and your daughter so close? I was talking to somebody about that last night, actually. Really? And, yeah. I was talking to him and he, I was basically saying like, like talking about my dynamic between my relationship with my mom and dad. Cause I was talking about how I wasn't always super vulnerable um, until that time where, you know, I was, I was bullied and you want to leave my room until I told you what, what happened. And then this, that's when I, you know, um, every day open. And then, so I just opened me up to like, you know, talking to you every day and, stuff like that so yeah i thought it's just important that you i mean therapy is cool therapy is good all that but i feel like if you see your kid have a problem don't automatically write them off to therapy like that most of the time it's because the kid wants to be heard by their parent and i feel like it's also important for parents when the kid opens up to them 
to listen to receive and not respond mm-hmm. and not be on the defense, you know, not doing the whole guilt trip. Well, I tried, you know, to make you feel like, or I tried, no, we're the, we're, we're kids. We, we, we're just trying to figure out this word. And validate your feelings. Yeah. Validate what we're going through. That's all the kid really wants because it's just like, like, you know, when you go out into the world where you feel like nobody understands you and you come back home and your parent, your own parents don't understand you. It's like, yeah, I never wanted my kids to get lost in that way. I remember in elementary school, there was this thing at school. We had an assembly and, and uh, they were talking about some things and they were saying, you know, if this happened to you, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell, you know, tell somebody. Yeah, some people can't. Well, I remember um, I called my mom at work because something happened to me and I really, really wanted to tell her, but I was really, really, really scared. And uh, I called her at work. I said, mom, when you get home, there's something I want to tell you. I was so nervous. And I was like, oh, Lord, I'm like, what's going to happen when, when I tell her this? And so um, I said to myself, well, if she doesn't ask me, I'm not going to tell her. If she doesn't remember, I'm not going to tell her. And she never asked me. So I never told her. And I just remember in my mind at that time, I made a decision at eight, nine years old that if my child ever had something on their mind or their heart Now, I may have missed the mark and I hope I have not with, you know, with four kids, with any of my children, but I always wanted to be there to listen. And so when um, your dad came in and said something happened at school that you were in your room crying, he said you were in your room crying. Right. Is that what happened? Mm -hmm. And I would not let up. You didn't want to tell me I would not let up. You were going to I was I was determined to have a conversation with you until you opened up. And I was not going to give up because I was not going to do what I, I wouldn't say that she purposely did that to me. You know, she was doing her things, you know, she forgot, but I just, I just wanted to be intentional about making sure that whatever was on your heart or whatever happened to you, that it was heard and also make room for you to be able to express yourself. Now, my daughter's not always right. And some of the shit she used to say, she she <laughs> when you were younger, I'm talking about like when you used to be like when you little white girl stage, I feel like you guys are judging me. And you know, I'd be like, girl, your parents is black, you know. So there will be times, of course. Yeah, I mean, we gotta keep it all the way keep it all the way a buck, right? We gotta keep it all the way a hundred. I ain't one of your little friends, you ain't one of these little white kids, you know. You gotta you gotta you gotta keep it real with these kids because otherwise they'll be in fantasy land. But for the most part, I think. Um, I've always gave you, look at her, looking at me. I've always given you space to be able to be expressive. And, you know, if you have something, cause you've told me stuff about myself and I try, hopefully I've conveyed to you that I know I'm not perfect, perfect. And like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to receive. Right. Okay. So, and there's things that I do even now, cause you be on my helmet and I'll come to you. Cause I'll come, I'll, listen, this is my sounding board as well. So I'll come in her room in the morning and if I'm feeling a certain kind of way, she'd be like, you just threw, threw off my whole day. No, for real, because she'd be doing that first thing. I ain't even open my eyes yet. I ain't I even have my I moments. Even get, I ain't even have my morning pee yet. I ain't even get out of bed yet. And she's like, you just ruined my day. Right. Like, I'm depressed, Kyle. I'm just like, <laughs> I just throw her whole mood. Like, I'm just like, my bad we got i got muted but yeah so so like i'm not trying to say that we are by any means perfect but you know do have that dynamic and i try and you know just trying to be intentional about how we interact with each other and i think the one thing that you said um before is that 
listening to your child is everything. You know, if you just listen to your child, then that solves a lot of problems. And a lot of times we just don't listen as parents. But um, I also, you know, wanted to talk about um, Farrakhan and, and, and Jeezy's evolution. Because Jeezy, I guess his music started turning positive. So it is my firm belief that the powers that be push this poison out to our people to keep us um, dumbed down, to keep us um, divided, to continue so that we can continue killing ourselves. And when Jeezy's music changed, Farrakhan took notice. Farrakhan had his finger to the pulse and he took notice and he called Jeezy and he I said- Farrakhan calling me every other day like, Jeezy, brother, the enemy is coming. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? So Why he, is he calling you? He called me and said, brother Jeezy, your message is changing. The enemy is coming to get you. I said, with all due respect, Mr. Farrakhan, all my enemies in my neighborhood, I'm not going back there no time soon. He said, yeah. no, the enemy. But what he was saying was that my message was changing and I was starting to educate my people. Oh, right? wow. And now here comes the enemy. And he wasn't lying. It was, it was when I got to that arena to do my show in front of 30,000 people, mm -hmm. it was my turn to go on stage. It was maybe 70 police back there waiting to take me to jail. Mm -hmm. The moment he started talking positive is when the enemy came back. And so brothers and sisters, it is so important <laughs> that we are intentional. The powers that be want to keep us blinded. They want to keep us dumb. They want to keep us fighting. That way they don't have to give the KKK any work to do because we doing it ourselves. And as, as soon as you see a, a shift, then they try to kill you. And this is what, happens. So finally, let me just, um, there was a couple of more. Oh, why Jeezy? Why Jeezy? She did finally ask why Jeezy filed for divorce. So here it is. What happens when a man gets to the point where they're just like, okay, I'm filing for divorce. Integrity and tech. I, I could never say anything that would just not honor somebody. Else. Absolutely. But I can tell you that this has not been a easy journey. Um, I can tell you that I'm saddened. I can mm. tell you that I'm disappointed. I can tell you that I'm uneasy, mm. right? But again, like God has put me in a different path and that path is going to entail for me to take care of myself. He said it without saying it, what kind of really kind of didn't really say anything. Did he say anything? Did he, he really didn't say why he filed for divorce. And really, on at the end of the day, it's nobody's like really business. He kind of did a little bit. What he do you just, think? He was just basically like, he was basically, I guess it wasn't the best environment for him and got to a point where he had to choose himself. Because he said that they went to marriage counseling and everything and it wouldn't, like... It wouldn't bud. Like nothing really shifted for real. So, but it's rare that a man actually files for a divorce. But you know what? To be I honest with you, conspiracy behind that though too. Because well, I feel like because he's going through his evolution right now, and what, especially like as a black man and and knowing what you want and need as a black man, I feel like he realized also like that she. She's she not can, black. She, can she can't away. really, she she doesn't really understand what it is to be a black person in America. 
Like, of course, that's all her friends are black or whatever, but she truly don't understand. So I feel like like there that caused division within them. Shout that's out Jenny Mays like. from San Jose. It's from my hometown. Um makes sense. Shut up. Mm. And she actually went to school with a couple of my friends. But um Jenny Mai. Whatever. I don't Jenny know her. May. Whatever. Jenny May. I thought her name was Jenny May. She had an old country black name. Right. But anyway, Jenny May. Jenny May. But anyway, my bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think that I, you know, my gran- great grandma Jenny May. But I think that um I think you're right. I I do agree with you. I think he's in an, in a place where he's evolving. Yeah. Um he's emotionally intelligent, he's self-aware, he's he's he really wants somebody that's operating at his level. And I think she's, she's just not, not there. Mm-hmm. But do you give up on the marriage because they're not there? Can she get there? Can she not get there? I mean, they've only been married, what, two or three years. Oh, no, so did you give I it a chance like to get there? Black man. She don't really care. Yeah. So, you know, her intentions were getting with him wasn't, I feel like it wasn't pure. So that's I feel like he noticed that. But I think that with that white man for years and then going to him, like I feel like that's more of your different fit. Like Kim Kardashian did that kind of similarly. All she did was was black men and then she got with this white man for a couple of minutes because it was No, but you know, I really think I really feel like I really feel like, you know, when when you're when you're talking about getting married, and this is why it was so tough for me to get a divorce, is because when you get married, you you make a commitment. It's a covenant between you and that person and God. And so you just think you think for life. You don't think for two years. You don't think for five years. You don't think for 10 years. You think for life. And so like you're like, OK, you know, we're going through this. We got to thug it out. You make compromises. You make changes. You try to grow. You try to work things out. OK, this didn't work. We got a baby. Because for me. So like, like I'll say, like we was cool before we started having kids. And then after we started having kids, it was like, yep, got him. That's how I think he was with me. And then it was like, can't go nowhere now. Got four of them. And, and, and it wasn't like I even, well, yeah, I did, but not seriously thought about, you know, ever leaving before that, because I was just trying to, I was trying to be a dutiful wife and trying to just do what I was supposed to do with my commitment that I made to God. So, you know, to see somebody give up their marriage so easy because they're on this evolutionary journey, but this is your wife. This is the person that you're supposed to be covering and trying to bring along with you is two years, really enough time to say, meh, didn't work on to the next. I don't know. What do you say? What he said said shouldn't be strange. That's the shush of societal influence. Okay, the only way. So, anyway, so that that's that's our conversation. Uh, we mm-hmm. getting ready to do the net seven collective in about eight minutes. That is what uh, that's what this shirt I have on, and this is where I'm helping Black women to I'm also become. Also, kind of like cross marketing her merch as well. Oh, girl. grow your money! Don't blow your money because if you blow your money, it ain't a damn thing. Seven funny. collective. She teaches you how to grow your money. Hey. Okay. Well, listen to what Tanya had to say. I did a coaching call with Tanya today. It has been a privilege and an honor to be part of this cohort. Constance has done an amazing job at placing systems to allow us to understand how to prosper in our businesses. We have strategically taken the time each week to come together to understand how to build a business, how to brand a business, 
how to use real estate, how to use life insurance. We have bonus days where there are speakers who come and they share their stories and their goals and their successes. We have an accountability coach that I have learned to realize that she really is like a best friend to me. It has been an amazing journey. I have grown so much. Now, all my fears are now my strengths. When I tell you I love these ladies, we have women from all over the country, from all walks of life, from my daughter, who's 24 years old, to Dr. Emma Frazier, who's almost 80. Um, we have people... This. Um, She's from Baltimore. We have people from New York, Baltimore, DMV, Texas, California, Minnesota, like all over the country. And we're coming together for one common goal. And that's just to build black women to make them millionaires. So if you are interested, go to bookwithconstance.com so we can talk about it because I want to get you in because the next cohort is starting in a few weeks. And I want to help as many black women as I can this year to become millionaires. And if you want to grow your money, you not blow go your money. to conversationt.com or go to constancecarter.com slash Bob. You hear conversation me? Tea. You always got to. This is my boo. You always my got to. My ride or die. You heard me. And I actually do strategy sessions with people. She does strategy marketing. sessions. She's a so. marketing and brand manager and she has her own hairline. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur Rose. Who is upstairs? Who 